Brain Dead Radio presents. Next question, Captain Russ. What are your go-to films to watch when hungover? Okay, as, no. I explained, as I explained on there, I don't get hungover. But uh, here, now here's where I'm going to throw it back at you. Explain, uh, A, because I need to go grab a beer, so this is perfect time for you just to kind of spew your word, your words okay. here. Uh, explain why, A, why you don't get hungover, and B, if you were to get hungover, what would be your go-to film? I'll be back in a second. I have a, I say autoimmune, but it's not quite that. It's like pretty much just put it this way. Imagine if you scraped your arm and then the skin covered it back over within a couple of minutes. And while it's not, you know, super like weapon expo brain fast, I do just like my immune system makes things happen quick quicker. So if I like drink like say two or three Long Island iced teas, my nose might get a little hot, but I'm not getting drunk. To the point that even I've had like nursing friends like do my blood work and everything to show that it doesn't raise up. What? But like, but like anything else, like if I pretty much took a keg by myself, oh yeah, I'd probably be getting my stomach pumped. So you're it's saying all, you're saying that like if you and I were to hang out and drink, you would not get drunk. I might get a little hot, my nose might get a little red, but that's it. What? Yeah. This sounds like a MythBusters episode that needs to happen. I've had to do it two times because people didn't believe it. And honestly, I just had to go up and piss a lot, but that's it. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in a world where I couldn't get drunk. I why do you think Why do you think I don't, like, really get into alcohol <laughs> much? I mean, I guess. I, I never had the fun. I mean, I've never had, like, you know, like, the whole, like, getting ripped and torn. It's just never been a thing for me. Ah, uh, that's such <laughs> a shame, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I'm not one here to say that, like, yeah, being drunk all the time is great, because it's not, and I like to think that I'm not all the time, but man, occasionally, like right now, you know, I had a, I've had about four beers in the, let's see, we got, we're already an hour and five minutes into here, I'm feeling pretty good, feel a little loose, like, that, that, that saddens me that you can't feel loose, so if you, if you can't drink to feel loose, how the fuck do you feel loose, Anderson? How the only time I got close to feeling loose was after a theater party when I was a senior in uh, college. I literally had to drink 18 bottles of Red Stripe in the course of an hour to show because they wanted to see. And go, that kind of got me there because that was, you know, heavy saturation in a short amount of time. But still, I mean, that's... <laughs> but you're vomiting, right? Like, you're vomiting at some point. No. What? Fucking, no. I call... This is like that shit you hear in, like, high school or, like... I had a friend that was like, I can't get drunk. Like, we're going to take... We're going to drink shots of this absolute vodka and I can't get drink. In which case, we did, and I'm like, dude, you're fucking drunk. Oh, I'm not drunk. Like, dude, I'm looking at you right now. You're fucking drunk. You're saying that you don't get drunk at all. I would have to, I would really have to, like, go into excess. Like, drunken, like, Chris Farley passing me out at a beer hall, like, excess. Nicholas Cage, uh, what is it, leaving Las Vegas? Yeah, I'd have to get that bad to get drunk. So we just need what to get, you consider drunk. We yeah. just need to get you on a bender, then. Yeah, I would have to go on a bender. That's all that takes. Yeah. Okay, so, barring the fact that uh, apparently you are a goddamn robot, or 
you know, whatever, like, uh, uh, you're a robot. If you had to pick a film, so, okay, Hungover. So let's just say you can't get Hungover, but if you've never had a Hangover, uh, I can explain it to you, Anderson. <laughs> you, well, just, I, you just feel I like shit, to... like the flu. It's like a, it's like a non-stomach version of the flu uh, where you're just, like, dead. So in that case, uh, what movie would you want to watch? Well, I used to have cluster migraines to the point they had to kill a couple nerves in my eye and my face. Do you have a dead so, eye? I don't have a dead eye, but I do start my facial twitch from time to time, and I can't control it. Do you have a lazy eye? Like, if you yeah. take, do you have, wait, do you wear glasses? Nine more. Oh, did you get corrected surgery? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm wondering if you're like CJ, where it's like it looks fine, and then he just takes off his glasses, and he can make his eye go lazy, and it's the, it's the only thing that kid can fucking do to freak me out. I have a thing with lazy eyes. So you had to get nerves removed and cluster headaches, but if you're having no, I had to get no, I had to have an, I had to have my eyeball clamped down in Ew. the area above your eye. I had to hold still while they slid in a needle above Ew. that area to reach the bottom of my brain. Gross. In the back of the nerve that connects to the top of your brain down there, they had to kill to the point they had to keep shooting it full. Of, I don't know what drug to use, but enough where it just OD'd that nerve and killed it. Like it just literally like rotted, like a root canal. Now. Based on what I know about your internet uh, presence, obviously we know that uh, internet and real life uh, personalities uh, can sometimes differ. Sometimes they're the same, but most of the times uh, people are different in real life and the internet. Do you think in that procedure that it might have slipped and uh, hit some other part of your brain and that's why some people find you abrasive? Honestly. We're getting into the hard-hitting questions here on the Anderson tapes now. I'm way nicer. On, I'm way nicer online than I am in person. Shut the fuck up, dude! Oh my yeah. god, I don't know if I can deal with you in person. Then, wait, wait, I mean, like, so, like, but only like to like, pe- like, like if you like someone, you're fine with them, right? Like, you're not. Oh yeah. Like, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, like, we meet. You're not going to be sitting here going like fucking calling me names and like doing all kinds of weird shit. You'd be like, all right, you're cool. Oh no, I'd probably be on siege in real life. <laughs> so you're nicer on the internet. Than in real life, but on the internet, you are a terrible person when it comes to this. You've, you've gotten better, but yeah. you like to poke the bear. Oh, I've always liked to poke the bear. I used to get the shit beat on me as a little kid. I love fucking people. You just like poking that bear and just kind of stirring yeah. up shit, which I oh, understand. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's it is. I gotta say, it's it is sometimes borderline trolling to a point. Oh, I know, and I've and sometimes when I feel it, I pull back, and and then there's sometimes where I don't think I do it enough to some people. Like, there's some people who I think have gotten away with it because other people got involved, and I didn't get to finish while I was starting. And does that just bother you? Do you just, like, does that just fester? I'm thinking of two people right now. I, would I know any of these two people? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it makes it makes sense. I just, I, I just think that's funny that you would consider yourself nicer online uh, than you would be in real life. Like, I mean, personally, I've had no problems with you online. I mean, I like oh, yeah. think that uh, even back in the derp days... Uh, there was no really big beef. I mean, I was a non-entity back then just because I was like, these people know too much, and I like robot movies and hackers, so I'm not really going to say anything. Well, here's my derp days back then. Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Did you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can I just talk about something? No, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And then, like, you get back from doing all that, and, like, they're resting on their laurels. and like, why the fuck did I do all that? Oh, no, but thanks for doing it. Yeah. Can I get something for it? No. Nope. <laughs> nope, you can get ostracized. Yeah, and you can become synonymous with uh, some people as uh, a master troll, uh, as it were. So yeah. you have cluster headaches, or you feeling like shit. What's the movie you put on to make yourself feel better? Nothing. I go to sleep. You know what? I'm gonna have to say the same thing. Like honestly, if I'm hungover, I don't want to watch anything. And the last thing I want to do 
is put on something I like when I'm feeling like shit because of the way my fucking ADD riddled brain goes. Like, I don't want to associate feeling like shit with one of my favorite movies. Like, yeah, I, just, I, 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 I don't want to put the association there. So, Captain Russ, when I'm fucking hungover, all I do is I tell Leslie to play video games. And then I'll just kind of sit there and just kind of watch and then kind of go to sleep. So that's what happens when I see the lease will pop up on the Xbox Live. Yep. Anytime you see Leslie on there, more than likely she is uh, playing a Lego game of some sort yeah. to try to 100% it. And I'm just kind of sitting on the couch going, oh, God, I'm so glad you're not making me play two-player because I can't even focus right now. So, yeah, that's pretty much my go-to thing. Yeah, because I used to be really nice and I tried to invite her and I tried to invite like, CJ at times to play stuff. And I always imagine, like, they're getting the invite from Anderson Vision on there, and they're like, fuck this weirdo, deny. Well, if I have to speak for Leslie, I'm going to say no, uh, that's not the case. She just doesn't, the only time she'd ever get in, like, online or a party was when we were playing with some of the the California crew. uh, Oh, yeah, Sarah. uh, Yep, because then she would just talk to Sarah the whole time. Oh, Sarah was, like, schooling me, like, how to play Call of Duty last time we played. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know shooting games. I know, like, Katamari and, like, stuff with stories. Yeah, like, the Cali crew, like, that's the only time she'll actually get in. Otherwise, she, she she tends to be pretty private. I mean, we did the whole she's right on Rob thing, and people are still fucking bugging me and bugging her to get doing that again, but... Because she's entertaining! I, I, that's what she's I, I know. That's what I fucking say. I try to tell her, I'm like, it's not that they want to listen to me, because they can listen to me talk like an idiot on any one of my other shows. They want to hear you. And she's, she, she's, very, she's very hesitant, uh, because she feels like she's not entertaining. Uh, oh. Oh, Leslie, if you listen to this for whatever reason in the world, you're entertaining. And you make him more entertaining because See? it's funny to watch someone put him in check. That's what I'm saying. It's like that she's the only person that I know of that will call me on my bullshit where I'm like, oh, God. And there's been a few episodes because in her mind, in order to do an episode, she has to get drunk prior. Like, and not buzz. Like, she needs to get drunk, which means I'm drinking with her, which means when we record... I'm at, like, the belligerent point where I'm like, I want to see how many times I can poke this bear before it fucking rips my head off. And nine times out of ten, she she, she tears it off, shits it out, uh, and then I am spending the rest of the weekend groveling uh, like a sad bastard. Um, so, yeah, it, it has nothing to do with you. Uh, CJ, obviously, that's a, that's a, that's a no-brainer. Um, he's warming up after your uh, your amazing he, your amazing spec script. <laughs> he is warming up. He's warming and up. I wrote this, and I wrote the second one, but he played, like, a really gay black rain. <laughs> super queer black rain to the point like I got two thirds through I'm like this just turned into a gay porno am I still in I it? need to go I mean yeah, CJ, you're CJ and I weren't like fucking at some point right no but you all were sharing people see that's where I think you'd lose him because he, he uh to be honest that's what I thought I yeah. thought about that like uh, yeah. let's let's retry this one uh yeah because uh you know to be honest you came off kind of strong with him in the beginning which uh and he's already uh, or he's getting a lot better now in his current in his current situation where he's 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 kind of uh you know eight years after doing a fucking like 200 episodes he's finally like yeah I'm feeling pretty good I can be relaxed but uh I gave him that script which I read <laughs> in um you know, in like an hour, I was fucking at work dying. Like I was laughing so hard, I gave it to my, I gave it to my work wife because she, you know, she's been on the boards and she knows the whole crew. Yeah. And she was picking up all the references and she's like, "Holy shit, you guys!" And she's not the only one who said this. And we've talked about it. It's kind of it's percolating. She's like, "You guys have got to do like a radio drama based on this script." Oh yeah. And like, I I got two more playing to the point that I'm actually like storyboarding them out and everything because this is what I do on toilet. Because I've read every book on my toilet bookshelf. Because yes, in case you didn't know, I built a 
five foot tall toilet bookshelf for books to read because I read about one book a day, which I know sounds creepy and nerdy, but I do like legit books. Are you only reading them on the toilet because that is totally creepy and weird? Oh no, it's usually where it starts because I'm bored on the toilet because I don't take my stuff in there because that's my place to get away from like IMs and emails. Okay, so it's not just like you're reading one book a day and that entire time you're on the shitter because that no. that would be weird. No, um, any downtime I usually read about. 300, 400 pages a day, so that's about the book. Well, look at that shit. You're all learned and all that goodness, and you wrote a script. I've been doing that since, like, middle school. And you wrote a script that even if you don't get, like, like the in-jokes, like, from the from, from the many years of BDR and podcasts, like, it actually, like, holds up on its own. Like, I was just like, I would like to see this as, like, an animated feature. Like, I think it would work perfect as an animated feature, or it would work oh, great yeah. if it was, like, Windy City Heat, <laughs> and we had CJ... Uh, you, you remember you remember Windy City Heat? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had CJ, uh, God, what the fuck was that dude's name? If you had, you know, if, if it was him, and we were trying to do a film around him, and you were the Bobcat, the Bobcat character, I was just, I, I, I was reading it kind of like it was like that, and it was fucking gold. And he read it, uh, and you know, to be honest, he was like, I thought I was gonna hate it, much like you thought you were gonna hate Transformers, but he was like. He's like, all right. He's like, it wasn't that bad. He was actually, it was, it was pretty funny. So, you know, I made a logo for it. Uh, you know, we 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 have done some stuff on the side for fun. Uh, and there could be a there could be a time where uh, we release uh, a multi part uh, streets call and the CJ story uh, happening here soon. You know what? If we completed the trilogy and you all shot it, whatever money you raised, if you put it back into the site and paying for your guys, like you know, take care like traffic and you know, hosting whatever. Yeah. I would give you all the Creative Commons license, meaning that you all can do whatever you want with them as long as the money went back into the setting. Boom. In that case, then, I would shoot the porno version, and I would make CJ star in it, and then he would officially hate both of us, and it would be amazing. Exactly. And you know what? To put this in perspective, these are the ideas I doodle out when I'm bored. So just imagine if you were focused... Oh yeah, if I was focused, I'd conquer the planet by now. Well, fucking let's why you know seriously with with your uh, apparent uh, wealth of knowledge here, why why aren't you uh, getting on the blacklist every year? Because you have to be. I don't want to name names because I have some of the people who I would name listen to this shit and actually visit the board. Honestly, yeah. yes, I know. I don't make those kind of things because I'm not interested in being that person. Well, what if you did it under a pen name? I wouldn't do a pen name because I don't want to be part of that system because I hate those kind of movies and I hate those people. What if you wrote the stuff and then I took credit for it and we worked out a deal on the back end and then I get to be that person just because it would make me laugh because I am so not that person at all? I would like if you to think, If you could think you could put it off, if you could be the butters in this tale of Scrody McBoogerball scenario... Yeah. Sure. Let's do this. I want but to just remember, if you write me off, I will have you sued because I do have two, <laughs> I do have two attorneys. <laughs> all right, Russ. So that was uh, the first question. The next question you had was, the RoboCop remake, why do people give this child-proofed pile a pass? Now, I'd like to start on this. I am a huge fan of the Verhoeven flick. Uh, I love the first RoboCop. I actually, to be, if I'm being honest, I actually like the second RoboCop better. Like, it's not a better movie, obviously. I am way more entertained by RoboCop 2. Kane and Nuke. Nuke? Uh, by itself, it's just like, I want a whole movie that just, just, it's all about Nuke. Like, show me that shit. And that little greasy kid uh, was my favorite thing uh, as a nine-year-old child. I was like, I want to be like him, because I obviously had no sort of moral compass, apparently. 
And the remake, they show the trailer, and I'm like, all right. The first trailer was like, this could be okay. Then the trailers came out, and I'm like, this looks terrible. The reviews were kind of all over the place. I just watched it with CJ and Leslie, actually, a few weeks ago on on demand. I'm going to say, didn't hate it, but it did not need to be called Robocop. Should not have been Alex Murphy. It could have been its own fucking thing, in which case I would have liked it a lot more. Uh, And it still has one of my favorite... Uh, in the last probably two or three years of movies that I've seen, one of the my favorite uh, horrific moments uh, in a film. Uh, you know, spoiler alert for Robocop if you give a shit. Uh, when when they showed uh, just what was left of Alex Murphy, like that reveal, like that like quick like two and a half minute scene was the reason I actually really enjoyed that flick. So I give it a pass based on that and the idea that it had, uh, along with the first five minutes. Otherwise, yeah, it was kind of just. It was it was incredibly childproofed, but eh, I liked it for what it was. But it didn't need to be called Robocop. If it was just called like Robot Dude or Cop Robot, I totally would have been fine with it. Verhoeven's Robocop is a perfect film. It's one of the few movies I'll call a perfect, perfect film. It is. I'll say this as a side note: today is the 32nd anniversary. Two perfect films got released on the same day Which in is? 1982: Blade Runner and The Thing. Okay, can I stop you here? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be that guy. Mm-hmm. I love, I love my one of my top three authors, Philip K. Dick. Fucking love, uh, do Android's Dream. Love all that shit. Uh, I love the idea, the look, the, 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 the music, everything about Blade Runner. But in my mind, that is a boring, fucking film. And you know what? Let's put in perspective for modern day stuff. You like Hannibal, this TV series? It took me uh, half of the first season to get behind it, but the second, I, second I've season, seen I love every it. Episode. I've seen every episode. Yeah, me episode, too. I love it. And I, and I feel the exact same way you feel about Blade Runner. I love everything about it. I don't love the finished product. All right. All right. I can see that. I can see that. Were you a big, uh, to kind of side note, you a big fan of the Thomas Harris novels, or what, what don't you like? What like what? like What's the biggest problem with the Hannibal show? Style over substance. Uh, well, that's Brian Fuller for you, though. But I like Brian Fuller. But I mean, isn't he? I mean, he kind of is style over substance for the most part, right? Or am I completely after pushing daisies? After pushing daisies, hit anything less than perfect. I can't give that dude a pass because that was like the greatest romance in like American fiction in the last fifteen years. But you can give Frank Miller a pass based on Daredevil. Where is this? When is this hypocrisy going to end, Anderson? Because it was more than Daredevil. Okay. And here's the thing about that. And you brought up Robocop two. Robocop two is kind of like broken. That's when Frank Miller started getting a little crazy. Brian Fuller didn't get crazy. Brian Fuller, he has his ups and downs, and he had a really big up that he's probably never going to match again. Frank Miller had a decade of just... Just just in your face. Yeah. The 80s were very good at him. So you you, you compare how I feel about Blade Runner to how you feel about Hannibal. Mm -hmm. Do Do you want to see the sequel? Do you care about the sequel? No. You don't give a shit, even if it's Ridley and it's fucking Harrison. Well, here it's like Robocop. If there was no Robocop two or three or remake, yeah, I would have been fine. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, Robocop on its own as a movie, yeah, totally could have been completely on its own thing. I'm fine with that. I don't hate Robocop two. Robocop three was fucking terrible. Like, just I can't stand that. The remake, eh. I'm not. I'm just gonna say, like, I wouldn't mind. Because I'm also that asshole that fucking kind of dug Prometheus. So I'm just like, all right. Oh, I dug Prometheus. I still get shit because I gave Prometheus like one of the most glowing reviews online. 
I still really enjoy that movie. I mean, yeah, if you stop and think about it, oh my god, yeah, like, a good chunk of that movie makes no fucking sense from, like, like a script perspective. Like, oh, that's all Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof fucked up that original script, and the guy who wrote the original perfect script for Prometheus, he's doing Doctor Strange, and that gives me faith, because that should be the ultimate, sorry, we fucked your big chance, here's another one. You think that's gonna happen? Oh, yeah. Like, his, that's what they're using to cast people. It's because, like, that was the only reason I would like to see a Blade Runner sequel. I mean, it didn't need to be... I, you know what? I don't even want it to be a sequel. Just give me... Give me... Uh, I, I, I want... It, it's hard for me to think of a good... A recent... A recent, decent cyberpunk film. I love cyberpunk. I... Blade Runner cyberpunk. All that shit's cyberpunk. And we don't have that. So if it means that Ridley Scott's gonna have to do Blade Runner 2... And fucking Deckard's in it. And then it's gonna... They're going to probably ruin, like, the age-old, like, is he a replicant or isn't he? Like, I don't really care about that. I just wanted to see a big-budget cyberpunk flick, which we honestly haven't had since The Matrix. Even that was, like, eh, borderline. Like, they ripped off a lot of shit, but I still honestly wouldn't consider The Matrix a cyberpunk movie at all. No. So, it was a rip-off of The Invisibles. Well, yeah, it's a rip-off of a lot of shit. Like, and No, he, he to the point that Grant Morrison should have got paid and never worked again. That is true. But, I mean, on its own, though, I'm also that guy, once again. We'll just kind of show you the background if you haven't listened to one of my 200 episodes of my previous shows. I enjoy uh, all three of the Matrix movies. Uh, I would have liked it if they just stopped with the first one, based on what I know about the second and third one. However, I can find things I enjoy in all three of them. So, if they give me Blade Runner 2, which just means that we're in this world again, with modern-day technology that they can accomplish. I mean, they accomplished some amazing shit back in the 80s with miniatures and matte paintings and all that good stuff, but if we can get some of that Prometheus uh, scope, because Prometheus was fucking amazing, like, I'm I'm totally for it. But I still find Blade Runner boring as shit. And I always get looked at like an asshole when I say that. I'm like, no, well, I can, I'm get, like, why well, you, it is. can get why you find it boring. Do you not like detective stories? To be honest, not really. Like, that's my exactly. thing. Yeah. It's the same way how I'm not a big uh, Western guy, which why yeah. I was really surprised that I like Django. Like, if I, you know... If give me give me a uh, and maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, missing one here, but you know give me a Tarantino type director or even Tarantino like detective story, then I'll be on board. Otherwise, it's just like it doesn't really speak it doesn't really speak to me. Robert Altman, The Long Goodbye, nineteen seventy three, one of the few films I can stand. Elliot Gould in. Elliot Gould. Oh, <laughs> Monica's dad. <laughs> yeah, and he's a fucking badass pimp in that movie. See. I love how we come from both uh, both sides here. You got like the hardcore fucking film nerd uh, on your end, and then you got like the uh, disposable trash on my end, and it works out it works out quite well. So, I would say fucking I'm all for a Blade Runner sequel, uh, just because I want that world. Um, but I had no idea that both that uh, and uh, what was the other one you said came out. The thing. In, the thing. The thing obviously is top three easily. Both movies came out this day, and both movies lost their ass to E.T. What are your thoughts on E.T.? I love E.T. I think E.T. Yep. is the best kid performances on film anywhere, yep. ever. Yep. What, I don't care what country, I'm talking about the world. Yep, yep. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Henry Thomas? Henry Thomas, uh, Robert McNaughton, and yep. uh, Drew Barrymore. Yep, because... Uh, what's funny is that out of all of them, Robert, Drew Barrymore is one I had to struggle to remember. <laughs> and, and like she's the only one constantly getting work. Like the last thing yeah. I remember Henry Thomas from is Fire in the Sky. Uh, he does a ton of other stuff. He was in Gangs in New York. He does some HBO stuff. He Holy he pops shit. up here and there. Yeah, he was in Gangs. I actually mm -hmm. liked Gangs. I can't remember that. I didn't remember that he was in Gangs. 
Oh yeah, I can remember everyone if I see him long enough. Yeah, because you're a fucking robot who doesn't get drunk. Exactly. That's the only thing that makes fucking sense. So people give it a pass because you know what? At this point, uh, there's just not much out there for the people that are fans of RoboCop, the original, I guess. I and mean, it's the only thing I can think of. Like, there really isn't much hitting that. I mean, unfortunately, because the things that make money right now are reboots, uh, sequels, and comic book movies. And young adult novels. Which, uh... I love the Fallen Art Stars. I love the fact that I'm, like, the only straight dude that was in that theater really enjoying eating that shit up. Now, here's my problem. I, I, I'm sure I'm going to see it. I'm sure once it hits Netflix or On Demand, Leslie will want to see it. But I hate John Green. Yeah, I get it. I hate John and I hate Hank. I hate the Vlog Brothers with a goddamn passion. Like, I was super mad because, like, uh, I, like I, I'm not really big into following, like, quote-unquote YouTubers, as it were. Uh, I just, I have more shit to do, but, uh, I follow, uh, a group from actually Wisconsin, Blame Society Films, uh, who does, uh, you know, obviously, I'm assuming you know Chad Vader? Yeah, okay, dude, so, yep. the grocery thing, yeah. Yep, 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 they got big with that, but they do, uh, they do this other show that I watch a lot called Beer and Board Games, which is, like, right up my alley, uh, they just fucking, a bunch of guys get drunk, they have fun, they do, like, improv, and they play board games, and they fucking, and I didn't know about the Green Brothers prior to this, and they brought fucking, uh... Hank, I believe. I believe it was Hank. It's one of those fucking guys on there. And I was just like, what a pretentious cunt. Like, I can't listen to him at all. Like, I, then I started looking at their videos. I'm like, I don't care. I don't fucking care. They have such a huge following. And then this cancer movie came out. And you were glowing about it. And I'm like, I have even heard of this. Let me watch the trailer. I was floored. Like, I was expecting... I was pissed I had to go see it. And I was floored I love it. But I like Garden State. Because if you put a cute girl in a bad situation and she gets all mopey and weepy... I'm there like the biggest PMSing bitch ever. So you are, uh, is it safe to say that you uh, teared up a bit during this movie? No, but oh. I, I could see, well, I, don't I know, could see how non-robots could. Yes, I could see how you humans could, but Skynet does not allow us to do that. It's not in our programming to tear like you well, humans. Well, what's weird is it was a press screening and four people had to get up and leave because like, they were losing their shit. Jesus. See, that's my thing. Okay, here's my deal. The world is shitty enough, right? Like, the yeah. world is a terrible... It is. It's, like, a terrible place. And that's why I'm a huge... Uh, that's why, I, That's why I like, when, when, with my internet presence, uh, if you could even call it that I have one, I like to have fun. I like to find funny things and kind of give people shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about your bullshit causes that you're sharing on Facebook and let's get behind these hashtags that don't mean dick and I'm a social, well, see, a, I'm a social warrior. And, like, so I think of movies like this and, like, I... I'm in a place now where I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with who I am. Uh, I, I've, I've gone through some, if you can call it that, some, you know, first world tough times. Uh, I had, you know, struggled with all kinds of weird depression bullshit and all that bullshit. So I don't want to sit down and watch a movie that makes me fucking sad. Because I don't, I was sad for fucking like a decade. I was just that sad bastard that like, hey, like it was crying constantly and this is bullshit and I'm, I gotta go fucking, let's go cut myself, do all this bullshit. So when I watch a movie, give me giant robots. I don't want to, to be honest, I don't want to feel anything when I watch movies most of the time. Just because I don't want to open that door back up again. See, that's the difference. You can internalize a lot of that and you put it inside. I walk up to our post to people and I go, oh, you said that? Hi, you're a cunt. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true, and I don't do that. I I tend to just to, uh, I say it to people. uh, Yeah, I I, I try not to uh, say that directly to people. I'll just in my head go, yeah, yeah, you're a cut. I, I ain't gonna deal with it, and I am not gonna fucking let people stop me from saying that goddamn word 
because I love that word. My wife loves that word. That's one of my favorite words. And it's really not that bad. So, fuck you guys that give me shit for saying the word cunt. Cunt, 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 cunt. I think I've called a person a cunt every day for the last decade. Right? Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. Easy. Like, it's just, it's it's not even, like, so much that, like, I call anybody a cunt. It's like calling someone an asshole, because asshole you can see on TV now, so asshole has lost all, uh, it has lost all meaning. You still can't, oh, yeah. you still can't say cunt on TV, so until fucking you see someone say cunt on NBC... That is my go-to, like, fuck you word, because that's how I feel about 90% of the goddamn population. So, I, I I understand that the movie is probably great, like, and, like, it's beginning amazing reviews, and I know Leslie's going to want to watch it, but then I'm going to have to be that guy that is either going to have to break down with my wife, which, that rarely happens, because I have to be kind of like the stone-faced one in this relationship, just to kind of keep it balanced, or I just got to be like, I, 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 I can't see it, like, I, I don't want to feel shitty. I, I just don't well, you know what? I don't the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray and DVD are probably hitting September, October, given how Fox releases stuff. So I have to get ready. Yeah, I, I'd steer her towards the Red Rocks crowd. You know, wait for September, and then just uh, give her a room to herself, and say you gotta go do something. Like to be right back, and like go out for two hours and come back. Just pick up the pieces. Just, uh, see, I can do that. I, I, I am great at picking up the pieces. I can put Humpty Dumpty back together, no fucking problem. I just don't want to be there when Humpty Dumpty is fucking breaking. Like, I can't be there when it's breaking. So, yeah. Do like Nelson's dad and go out to pick up a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is, you know what, we're still going here because I'm feeling like we still have some energy. You still ready to keep going? Oh, yeah, we're still going. We're All right, still fuck got it. a few more questions left. Let's keep okay. going here. So, uh, cat Billy G thinks you're a cat. Okay, which one is... Okay, if Rob were a cat, what kind of cat would he be? And would he be a cat that licks his paws or his crotch? A, if I was a cat, I'd be a Siamese cat. Why? Because they're fucking bastards. I own Siamese cats. They're pricks. But at the same time, once you can break down that fucking asshole exterior, there's a heart there. There's a heart, and I gotta try to tell people this, and this is this is the front that I put up now, and that I have to put up, is that, just like, I'm an asshole. Like, fuck you guys. Like, you don't really, you guys don't get that on the boards or anything, because I'd like to think that, like, I'm not an asshole. I just tend to remove myself if it's not directly involving me, like some of the drama that happens. I'm just like, I'm stepping away. Y'all are adults. Y'all figure that shit out. I like to put up that wall, and then if you're worth me breaking it down, I'll break it down much like a Siamese cat would do. Uh, and in that case, I would totally just fucking lick my crotch. Like, if I could lick my crotch now, I'd probably be doing it on the podcast. Okay, yes. Done. So, there's Catman for you. Boom! Cat fancy. Okay, and for the little, like, Hayman thing I was doing, if I did have to do all that hangover movie shit, whatever, the three movies I watch when I'm not feeling great would be Forbidden Zone, Bill Cosby himself, and Help. Help. Wait, is that the Beatles movie? Yes, I love the Beatles movies. I love all of them, I including hate, my bootleg copy of Let It Be. I hate the Beatles, so I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything about that. Okay, well, you know what? Just like how uh, Brian, <laughs> I'm 65 years old, hates uh, Nirvana. Yeah. Cole, yeah. Because that's his full name. Yeah. I'll let that one go. There we go. And trust moving me, on the, moving, moving on, on to yes. Josh. All right, Josh. That's what we got here? Best actor to director transition. Oh, I suppose. Okay, ready? Are you ready for this? It's going to be 20 minutes of Anderson spewing words and go. Honestly, I looked at it earlier and I couldn't really think of someone who did not just totally shit the bed later in life. Okay, fuck later to life. Like, what was, like, okay, fuck that shit. Like, what actor directed an amazing movie? 
Like one or like sure. several? Well, I mean, okay, well, this, I mean, are we taking this question is that like this person no longer acts? So like he's like, fuck acting, I'm only directing? Because in that case, well then, yeah, then you really can't just pick one because if they're... Oh yeah, that's what I was saying. Well, I mean, if we're going to just go for examples, Affleck's done a good job. Baby did a good job when it first happened. Eastwood had a good stretch there until he just became old. Fuck. Well, who else was good? Well, Mike Nichols started off as a comedian. That's not really an actor. And he became one of the greatest American directors living. Ryan Gosling is definitely not one of those uh, people. Oh, no. You keep hearing so many bad <laughs> stories about that movie. When Matt Smith was here, I went on my way not to get into the autograph line and asked questions because he apparently just came from finishing that movie when Wait, he came to the Rebel. Doctor Who? Yeah, Doctor Who came to uh, Fuck Matt Smith, his foppy motherfucker. So I'm yelling at the because the dude looks like he's got AIDS. I mean, he's AIDS skinny. So I'm yelling over two lines of people like, hey, hey, you, you, Matt Smith. Like, you know, like, Tom Bosley. I'm yelling. <laughs> what do you think of working on Ron Gosling's movie? He's like, it was okay, I guess. It just, <laughs> things happen. That's not what you want to hear from an actor no. on your movie. It was okay, I guess. And then Some I, stuff like, happened. I like, hung for a second, and then I forgot who was with. Like, you want to write that down? Like, I don't think anyone wants to write that down. And then I like, saw Karen Jillian moving like three fucking bodyguards around her. <laughs> She's a redhead, and she's Scottish, so I just want to hump that up regardless. Fuck that. She, they were charging yeah. like $100 at the goddamn WizardCon for their fucking photos. Yeah. I was like, really? You're yeah. charging more than Shatner? Like, yeah. fuck off. Fuck Doctor Who. I, you know what? I hate Doctor if Who. If you can sneak up and grab her on the shoulders and take a quick selfie of your iPhone and chuck it off to a friend before you get your ass pounded, Oops. that picture was free. <laughs> yeah, there was that was not happening, dude. Like, those two had, like... For all the actors we met and, like, all the people there, like, they had the most ridiculously hardcore security around those two motherfuckers. I think because you're all's con came after ours, that's the reason why, because, uh... Because Anderson was like, I love you, you're Scottish! No, 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 no. Wizard World killed four cities. They killed three cities because there wasn't enough people attending. They killed Louisville for 2015 because they said it was too aggressive of a crowd on their, like, press site. What? They, that was the only city they said too aggressive, couldn't control the scenario, not coming back. Man, like that was not the case when we went to Wizard World. I mean, like that. I mean, I, I it was actually pretty legit. Like, well, nice, here's the thing: nice, easy and, crowd, and cool people. Ralph Macchio was the man. Oh well, he was. There was more comic guys here than anything, and like toy stuff. I feel bad for. The, yeah, sorry. Anyway, go. Sorry. But here's the thing: Minneapolis, you guys are Minnesota nice. Yeah, because Down we're, here, nice to, we're nice to your face that we talk shit about you behind your back. Well, here's the thing. If you tell someone down here that they're going to have to pay 80 bucks to get something that they consider inconsequential, like a picture, they're going to hold out a camera and grab you by the arm and say, you're taking a picture of my fucking kid. You know, like, It's all like, oh, I'm sorry. It's No, this is happening. You can either smile or you can, you know... Not that you know. To be honest, like I go to lots of smaller cons around here. Like you know, we don't have too many, uh, but we got you know we got some pretty good smaller comic cons and uh, like Spring Con, Fall Con. We got Crypticon, which is like my favorite horror convention. Nice and small, and like they know the fact that like listen, okay, you want a picture with this guy? Twenty bucks, like no fucking problem. Like get your cell phone out. Here's a picture. Twenty dollars plus you get an autograph, and I'm like that's palatable, but fucking. WizardCon was like, honestly, like, CJ, and we, we, we all did, so I was, I mean, I'm also part of the problem, but I was like, we met, you know, Machio and England and them, we dropped $60, well, $50 to get, like, a photo, and then you want an autograph? That's, like, another fucking 40 and I'm like, 
well, fuck, like, when's the next time England's going to show up here? Like, it's the first time he's been here in fucking, I think, either ever or in years. But it's just like, wait, like, these are not even professional photos. Like, you're charging, you're, you're telling me yeah. $50 for my iPhone photo. Like, like I laugh because Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> was right next to fucking Ralph Macchio. Same prices. Which, with Macho, I'm like, alright, dude, like, you got, you know, he's got that, uh, that new movie coming out. I gotta pimp this, just because, uh, because I, because I kinda have to. You gotta, if you, if yeah, he's you, got a really good short film he did. Across Grace Alley? Yeah. Yeah, did you see it? Yes, I saw it, I think, almost a year ago, because whoever is, like, distributing for him, yeah. was trying to get early press on it. Yeah. And I'm like, you're coming to me? Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, that was short, pretty good. Yeah, dude, I've been trying. I've actually been trying to like uh, get in touch because like I talked with the guy that was there, and he was, I think, a producer in the film, or he was helping. And, he, and, I, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like I do a show, and you know, we sometimes review things. And he was like, oh, we should get together, and I can send you a copy. I'm like, I'll fucking watch it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, that, that's not me. That's not my style. Like, I just do podcasts. Like, I'm not a reviewer. My reviews would not be anything that would you would ever want to actually read. That's what they want. They want the YouTube commenters. They want the people. They don't. That's the thing about, like, Devin Farachi and, like, uh, Drew McQueenie and all of them. That shit's coming to an end. I mean, they yeah. want to be Roger Eber, and they've been wanting to be Roger Eber for years. That shit don't work in the new era. I mean, you're a dinosaur. I mean, you're a dinosaur of prestige. You get some attention. You get into these film critic societies. There's a reason why that membership's drying up. Because well, that shit don't matter in the real world. I'd like to say this prestige uh, that 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 you know I, I my, my 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 big claim to fame uh, if I'm gonna use internet claim to fame is that a uh, big big dinosaur prestige uh, reviewer Devin uh, basically called me an asshole uh, and said my show was terrible. So I'm like, whoa, I got reviewed. If I could release a DVD of all my shows, I'd put that like front and center just because I know that would get hits. Yeah, and I'm all about that. And then that's the thing is like I don't really re- I don't and I. And this is going to sound like an asshole thing because you are a, a, a reviewer. I, yeah. I don't read reviews. I don't. I don't give. You know. You know why? Because for the most part, like I read. I read your shit mostly because your shit's short. You keep that shit short. You're not going on like a four page fucking diatribe about how this made you feel and blah 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 blah. blah. You're like, here we go. Here are the facts. This is the movie. Here's the plot. This is what happened. The script was kind of shitty, or it was good, and this was good. It's like two or three paragraphs. I'm like, perfect. Like, yeah. I know your likes, uh, you know, I, I sometimes agree, sometimes disagree, but it's just, like, awesome. Like, I read these other fucking reviewers, dude, and they just, it's just, like, word vomit. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't fuck. and you're not even funny about it. Like, if you're gonna fucking word vomit, and I'm gonna get shit on this for, t- uh, uh, get shit on this for as well, uh, you know, Harry Knowles. Like, my favorite fucking review of all time still is Blade 2. Like, oh, Blade 2 is genius. That review is fucking amazing like i don't agree i mean because obviously i mean people give that guy shit but i mean it's just like well if it wasn't for that dude there's a good chance that like a lot of shit wouldn't be happening or it wouldn't be happening the way it is like he kind of like would you have to agree right that like harry kind of started this whole internet type type deal or would you disagree here he had, he did. He did, he also, right? Like, he also started a lot of the bad aspects of it, but... He did. But you got to kind of give the dude some credit. And to be honest, like, ain't it cool? Like I said in the beginning, is like one of those sites where, like, yeah, I'll read this review. Just because I'm like, he doesn't even review movies half the time. It's like, I ate this for dinner, and then my weird Asian wife did this to me. And then we saw the movie, and it was okay. But then, it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I, that's, if I'm going to read something, that's what I want to read. Like, Here's the thing, about he doesn't look like he'd have a lot of power in his body and everything, 
But that dude high-fived me at the Rolling Road show at Fort Knox for Goldfinger about five, six years ago. Just took your arm he off. He <laughs> almost took my fucking arm You're off. You're just like, you That's are a strong that human. That body went that arm. <laughs> I thought my fucking hand broke after yeah. it. Oh my god. Not even shitting. <laughs> I was like, hey, human, Harry, too like, hey, I talked to him. Like, I was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, dude, come over here. I went, high-five. He's like, high-five, of course, is right. Bore was after two years, where you know, white people, we learn everything. So it's like, high-five, boom. Then I'm like, looking back, I forgot who's with. I'm like, I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> Holy shit, he's super buff in his one arm. <laughs> like, <laughs> All his that's kind of gross when you think about it, because it was his right hand, but you know what? I'm I'm Okay. See, and I you know I I agree. So like, I've been trying to get a hold of these across Grace Alley dudes. Like, fucking, I'll watch your shit. Like, I'm all about it. So that was the big. It was the funniest thing meeting Ralph was just because like, so I was like, he's the guy who was like, so do you want a photo or an autograph? I'm like, I want both. I'm like, I'm pulling up money. He was one of my childhood heroes. And let me tell you about across Grace Alley. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, well, you know, I can review shit. So and he gave me his contact information, and I'm like trying to get a hold of the guy, and like. Maybe he did some sort of website search and was like, fucking brain dead radio. <laughs> they don't get shit for hits. Which I'm like, well, that's kind of true. Oh, no, some people do. Universal, I'll call it. Universal and Warner Brothers are the two shittiest studios for that. Universal will change their what they want for traffic on a weekly basis now. And, I mean, if I'm going to be completely transparent, yeah, my traffic isn't that great. Because, obviously, I'm not updating with press materials on a daily basis. I'm like... I have nothing to add to this picture, to this trailer that, and if I do, I put it on the forums, because I'm like, I'm not going to make an article, like, it's too much work. Like, no shit. Like, no one's going to read this, I'd rather just post the fucking, the trailer in the boards, and be like, let's just talk about it here. Like, oh, like, like this, like, right now, I just got a notice, they want me, uh, Mill Creek, uh, Legend of Billie Jean coming to Blu-ray for the first time, July 22nd, would you like to cover it? Also coming is uh, Donnie Brasco, Flatliners, Anaconda, and The Last Action Hero. All on one Blu-ray or separate Blu-rays? Separate Blu-rays and oh, Gridiron Gang. I was kind of hoping they were all on one. I'm like, how are they going to fucking package this? This is how I get emails. It's like, here's pictures and here's structure like this. And yep. yep, I did then that. Then email back to get the movies. Yeah, the only company that ever uh, did anything with me was NECA. And that's and like I saw that, so it's the same type of shit you get where it's like, here's a press release, here's the shit. And I look at this like, so you basically want me to cut and paste this? Uh, yeah. and put this on yeah. my website, like, A, you're not paying me shit, B, I'm not getting anything in return, and C, I respect the people that actually come to my site and actually, you know, listen to the shows. Like, they don't want this shit. Like, they're not gonna fucking care. Like, if I like your new Jason fucking retro figure, I'll fucking post about it. I'll be like, this is amazing. Check this shit out. So that's why I kind of, because I was, I was hoping that BDR was gonna be like a review site, and I just like, he's like, you know what, I am actually, I, I don't have the right the right mindset for that. Which is why I love your Tumblr site. I'd like to think that uh, a good chunk of your Tumblr site, uh, you know, obviously is linking back to Anderson Vision, but I feel like some of that stuff is just like, cut and paste. Well. Or did I get you in trouble? Can I not say that? I don't know what I can say That's 75 to 80% of this, what that way, what okay. that is. I don't want to get you in actually, trouble. Well, like, when you see it, I'm not going to name people. I don't, I know what I do, and I explain what I do to other people, but I'm not going to name others who want to pretend that they don't do it, but they yeah. do do it to the point that you can, like on my Facebook page, so many people use the Publicize app that I now see what I posted seven to eight times a day on other sites. Like, Wait, what's the Publicize? What is the, tell me about this Publicize app. I want people to listen to our show. What's this? If this? you use the Publicize app as part of Jetpack, yeah, 
it connects into the six major social media engines. So meaning when I publish something at my site, it goes live within seconds to Facebook, to Twitter, to Path, to Tumblr, to LinkedIn, and I forget number six. Oh, I would love my show. Actually, no, I don't want that. I do not want my show. LinkedIn is the only thing that I'm socially connected to that actually has real information. Like, it's all work. Oh, you can take information out. I mean, okay. Anderson Vision itself has its own LinkedIn, and I have my own LinkedIn. Okay, maybe I should just do that. I would love that. Just be like, yeah. Radio Radio, we sometimes talk about 90s stuff. <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> Send us some free shit. Yeah. I have yet to get any free shit, but that's cool because I don't really fucking try to get free shit. But if someone wants to get free shit, I'll take free shit. You know how my shit really blew up and went from just basically like local press like review stuff? Is when that whole Blu-ray versus HD DVD stuff came down and someone from Disney said, we don't have a quote from this area and you look like you know something about it, can you give me a quote? That's how it all turned around. That's where it went from like small grade to just boom, 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 boom. Were you on the Blu-ray side or the HD DVD? Oh, yeah, I was, on the Blu-ray side. I was on the Blu-ray side from day one, and like I was like giving people HD DVD space. Like, I hate to tell you, but you're still not going to be like, well, yeah, beta was better, but beta lost. No, actually, beta was not better. Well, okay, well, it depends. What are we talking about? Because, like, I know... Video and audio quality. What? It could, it could record more. But here's the thing wait, about... Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that beta had worse video and sound quality than VHS? I call fucking bullshit on that. What? I don't. I don't. I'm calling bullshit on that. Like beta had the quality above it. The problem was that beta was fucking too expensive to produce, and those fucking tapes were ridiculous. If and it was like, too expensive to produce, why are they still use them for commercials? Like ninety percent commercials yep. on American TV are on beta tapes. Yep, because it's better quality. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's like it's not even like subjective. It's like a fact that beta was better quality than VHS. VHS won out because fucking it was cheaper to produce. And the fucking tapes were cheaper. Yeah, I mean, well, that's it from an economic standpoint. But it's again, it's personal perspective. There's what you like and what you see. Okay, I was about ready to get into like a beta VHS for like fucking twenty years, you know, thirty years later, which one came out on top? And see, and that's the thing, <laughs> and that's where a lot of people get mad at me online. Is because they'll start getting to this big fit. I'm just like, I'm playing Sudoku and like a, eating like Astro Pops because that's my thing. Doing summers eat Astro Pops. Oh, you're pooping and reading. Yeah, I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, and they're like, you're a fucking asshole, man. You're an asshole. Yeah, you help the thing about us. I don't know why you're here. I'm oh, like, oh who, and I'm like, who did uh -huh. you? Who did you piss off? That was British all of a sudden. I don't know. Think about it. <laughs> and then like they're getting mad, and then like I forget about like I forget about what was said for a couple of hours. And then I get out of the shower because I hear my like iPad beaming. So then I'm like, so I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go to work. But oh yeah, this person needs to be bitching. How about you eat a dick? Enter. Set back. Three hours later, what happened? I'm like, what did happen? I've been eating like uh, shit at work. What's going on? <laughs> I just typed something real quick so I can keep on pooping and reading. Like I don't really remember what I typed. I'm pretty sure it's autocorrect. And then I'm getting a private message like, how dare you, or what happened? I thought you were two friends, or, and, and it becomes this whole Sweet Valley High bullshit, and I'm like, huh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, you're a dick, man. I'm like, sure. Yeah, okay, I'm, you I'm got You got to admit, dude, occasionally you come, I mean, because it's the internet, and sometimes it's hard to read, like, you do come off like a dick occasionally. And I like, just lost shit. Right? Like, eh. hey. Hey. There we go. There you go. Oh, we good? Can you yeah. hear me? All right, we're good. I can hear you. Yeah. Technology. So did you hear me say, like, you can admit that you're a dick sometimes? I heard ick 
it, sometimes. I'm like, I, so basically, I said like, you have to admit that, like, dude, like, honestly, like, sometimes you just go too far for no reason. I go too far in real life. Oh, my wife probably wishes I didn't go so far sometimes. Yeah, but why don't you just scale it back a bit, man? Just scale it back a bit. Like, you, you know why? Because yellow motherfucker. Fuck that, dude. I'd like to think, and this is not getting too inside. Uh, I mean, it's low inside without names and stuff. But like, you gotta, you, you gotta admit, dude. Like, I created our little space on the internet here to be like, kind of like a pub, like a bar. Yeah. Or you know, whatever. We're like friends get together, and we you know we we give shit, we take shit, we make fun, we laugh. But occasionally, on things that don't matter. And you know this, on things that don't matter, you can occasionally take it a bit too far. See, here's the thing about that. Because it doesn't matter. I, I, I'm cool until I hear something that hits my ear as insanely stupid, and then I'll toy around with it, and eventually someone does the wrong thing, and I put a dart in someone's hand. <laughs> well, I, it's not even like they're a hand. It's like you put a dart in their jugular, man. Like, you don't even oh, like... Oh, I'm going to go for the jugular. I mean, there's some thin-skinned bitches everywhere, but still... Well, do you think do you think Anderson Vision would be more successful if you didn't always throw the dart in people's hands, or is that what Anderson? I Vision think is if based I, on? it's well, some people think it's based on it. Honestly, it's based on nothing. Here's the thing about it: it could be more successful if I made a couple of deals that I could have in the past that I chose not to because I didn't like the situation where I was doing the work of a lot of other people at bigger sites that yeah. are now small, that are now smaller than me. Yeah, so just. Makes me go, oh, it's been four months now since that happened, and I just still, like, I just check my traffic stats, and I'm like, oh, yes, you fucking bitch, you bitch, bitch. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my traffic stats, I mean, right now we're in the, what, the, there is no Walking Dead, so my traffic stats are down, which oh, is yeah. fine. I mean, it makes sense, because, like, honestly, most of my traffic comes from iTunes, like, mm-hmm. if you like the show, you subscribe, which means you're not coming to the site to listen, so really... My site is just kind of like I just put it out there and I put enough keywords in there to get kind of hits from other things, but like, like I don't have the the well, I was gonna say the work ethic that you do. I'd say you got work ethic. You got more of a work ethic than I do when it comes to this shit. Obviously, uh, based on stats. Uh, well, I'm also severe OCD. I mean, if we're gonna start talking about personal stuff, I am also severe OCD. So the work ethic doesn't really come from the fact that I want to do stuff. I feel the need to. It's like you you have to, otherwise you you, you can't poop and read in peace. You do realize um, now that I know that you poop and read that like that's gonna be my go-to fucking thing every time. Oh yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not like reading like your side or anything or my side. I'm reading like a uh, what's that? Well, you don't like John Green, but I'm reading his new book, uh, North to Alaska or Alaska, whatever it is. Sarah Polly's gonna direct it because this one made so much money. Oh, Sarah so Polly's awesome. Yeah, so she's doing his next book, which is one I'm reading right now. I've liked her since Go. Yeah. Oh, God, she was so hot. Hey, there you go. Actor-to-director transition. Boom! She's killing it. There we go. Away from her is the best movie about older people and relationships ever made. I was just going to bring it back to his question because we got uh, such a long tangent. So I'm going to have to say, there you go. Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly. Yep, yep, she went from the cashier to an awesome director. And she was amazing in Go. Like, Go is one of the few... Is that, what, Doug Lyman, right? Yeah, yeah, Doug yeah. Lyman. Oh, I liked her in Heavenly. Yeah? Yeah, I'm big, I was a big Anna Green Gables fan as a kid. I'm like, you know, like... She was awesome. Here, I'm say, play kickball. And, you know, I'm like, bitch, I'm reading Caddy Woodlawn. <laughs> bitch, I read the Babysitter's Club. What you doing? I wasn't reading Babysitter's Club. No, I, that was too lowbrow for me. I was reading, like, you know, like, Johnny Tremaine and Caddy Woodlawn and... Uh, I read R.L. Stein. 
I read Man McGee. I was like, fuck this shit. I read this in a day. Yeah, no, I'm reading R.L. Stein, The Babysitter. Like, I keep waiting for The Babysitter to be made into a movie. Yeah. God, well, they're making a Goosebumps movie. Uh, I, I was too old for Goosebumps. I was like, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-uh. Like, that's when, like, because uh, I work with a... I don't, I, I don't consider myself old, like, at all. I don't know if you do, but I don't really consider myself old yet. I don't think any person of age considers themselves old. I work with a lot of younger people, uh, I guess, who were coming of age at the time I was, like, you know, graduating, like, high school and college and shit, and, like, goosebumps, huge! And I was always like, what? Like, fuck this shit! Like, this isn't even, like, good R.L. Stein. Like, what the fuck is this? This is, like, watered-down bullshit. So the movie, uh, I don't care. Especially if it's going to be a fucking anthology, because, uh... I don't know if it's going to be an anthology. I think Anna Kendrickson, I don't remember. We t- I remember someone probably up to, like, oh, yeah, you know they're making Goosebumps in the movie. I'm like, okay, uh, Anne. Yeah. Jillian Bell, that's who's in it. Jillian Bell oh, and Jack Black. I'll, you know what? I'll see it because I have <coughs> a fucking... I, I got a mad crush on Jillian Bell. And so, uh, so is Amy Ryan, my best interview ever. A- a- uh, she, uh, Gone Baby God, right? Gone Baby Gone yep. in the Office. She yep. married uh, Michael Scott. Yep, I loved her. The Nicest office. person in the world. I loved her in Gone Baby Gone. Like, I, she was fucking amazing. So, B-Metal, I'm going to say Sarah Pauly for Best Actor to Director Transition based on the fact that Anderson reminded me of the fact that she's actually a director, uh, and I liked her in Dawn of the Dead uh, and Go. So I actually like the movie she directed. There we go. See, I, I, to be honest, I don't even know what she directed, but I, I'm going to go based on what you said. What you said, because the, the the other person I was thinking of for actor director, you already called it, was Affleck. Because I don't really follow this kind of thing, and it was just like, wait, you mean fucking Buttman from Mallrats uh, is won an Oscar for a movie? Like, all right, fucking sweet. So I liked Argo. I'll fucking give it to that, and I'm excited to see him as Batman. I do. Your thoughts? So I mean. Were you the people that freaked out? Because I feel like I was one of the few people when that news hit. I was like, I felt fuck, better about, yeah! Yeah, I felt better about Ben Affleck as Batman than I did as Henry fucking Cable as Superman. Although, I... I, I hate him as Superman. I hate I hate I, Zack Snyder. I hate Dave Goyer. I hate Man wait, Steel. you hate Zack Snyder completely? What? Dawn of the Dead, motherfucker? Come on, dude. Dawn of the Dead was ten years ago, dude. Frank Miller's Daredevil was like 50 years ago, dude. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Don the Dead was not Frank Miller's Daredevil. Don the Dead was a better than average movie, which really felt like it was more of an Aliens ripoff than did Don the Dead. That's why I liked it. That's And that's how Robocop could have uh, fixed it. That was the whole thing. Is like When that first hit, I remember on Derp freaking the fuck out when I read that script. Like, what? This is not Dawn. Why are they calling it Dawn of the Dead? This is not Dawn of the Dead, what the fuck. And I saw that movie in the theater day one with CJ, and we were just like, holy shit. Like, I actually like the fact that this is different for Romero, because now I can like two different things. It's like, I want a soft-shell taco and a hard-shell taco. We can have both. And I, but the hard-shell taco had a uh, little taquito inside that was half-cooked. Yeah, I, 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 I still really enjoy Dawn of the Dead. I fucking I liked Watchmen, and I know everybody fucking hated that. I got no problem with Watchmen because I'm. See, here's the thing I like about Watchmen: the, the intro, book, the book is always going to exist. Mm-hmm. However, Watchmen is like the biggest joke played on Warner Brothers ever. And every single time I watch it, even the four-hour like supercut I got, I like that. I love the fact that they let someone who did not get the material at all. At all. That whole hallelujah scene, how piss poorly he directed oh, that. Come with on. With such 
a big middle finger to the material. Oh, but at the same time, on. but at the same time, it was funny as fuck that Warner Brothers did not ban eye the fact that it was painfully obvious Dude. he did not get the material. Dude, okay, you know what? We're fucking sorry, B. Sorry, Josh B. Metal. We're gonna fucking come back to your shit. Honestly, did you really want to see a fucking direct adaptation of fucking Alan Moore's Watchmen? Because I sure as shit don't, because I have the book. I can't think of one goddamn book that, like, was made into a movie that, like, held exactly the source material that was like, uh-huh, that was awesome. I want you no. to prove me wrong, but, like, that's not how That's not how adaptation works. But a good adaptation works, like, No Country for All Men. It doesn't stick strictly to the book, but it gets what the book's about. There's at least some recognition there. I have, Zack Snyder is so fucking tone deaf when he makes movies I like that, that it's just bro. I'm I like Sucker Punch because it's oh, I hate it Sucker Punch. Movie. I don't love it like some oh, people. I appreciate terrible. how weird it is. It's terrible, and, like, and I appreciate 300. Even though 300 didn't fucked around with the Frank Miller stuff. Well, there you go. Okay, that yeah. was the next one I was gonna bring up. Like you love Frank Miller, what do you think about 300? Like. 300, to me, was a one and done. I saw it once, was like, alright, I never need to see that again, don't give a shit. Sucker Punch, I fucking, the only reason I saw Sucker Punch was for, uh, was for Carla and fucking, uh, Jenna Malone, and it was just, like, when people, like, when you were seeing all Transformers, like, it's just fucking CG, like, I watched Sucker Punch going, it's just cutscenes. I yeah. don't give a shit. I mean, and I can somewhat give a shit about even Transformers, like, I kinda gave a shit about Cheyenne LaBeouf. And I kind of gave a shit about Tyrese just because I want Tyrese to be in more things because I enjoy Tyrese. But, like, Sucker Punch was, like, such a, like, okay, this is pretty. Uh, this looks nice. But what the fuck did I watch? I can't remember the story at all. Like, they were in a mental institute. We're getting raped and escaped via samurai stories and World War II stories. Like, what the fuck? How can you like Sucker Punch? And hate, like, say, like, well, I guess that's easy, I was gonna say. How can you like Sucker Punch but hate Watchmen and Man of Steel? Because you like the, you, you, you like where it came from. But, like, Sucker Punch was just so fucking terrible. Sucker Punch at least had a straightforward narrative. Man of Steel? It had a narrative? What was the fucking narrative? I don't even remember what the fuck happened in Sucker Punch. Right? There, that, there, there are that women are That women are women. They are tools to be used in narratives created by men in popular male narratives. And at the end, when the story is done, they're disposed of. It's very... Dark as shit. Okay, so maybe I need to rewatch Sucker Punch with, like, alright, women are disposable. That's what Zack Snyder's going for. Let me rewatch it. Everyone's a performer, everyone's a dancer, and the only people who have a choice in the matter of what role they have in that movie are men. What about Carla Guguinos? Didn't she have a Carla choice? Carla Guguino had a purpose, and when she stepped out of that purpose, she got threatened. So she stepped back into it. That's why you don't see her with a fantasy scene. Every other lead female has a fantasy scene in that movie. Carla Gugino starts slipping out of it during the whole rehearsal phase. Yep. And then she is forced back into reality. She's been beaten. She's one of those girls, 20 years later, who finally accepted you can't change things. See, this is why I cannot be a reviewer. <laughs> because I don't fucking notice any of that shit, man. I'm just, like, watching it going, like, I'm so bored. Like, I'm so bored. Even, like, these burlesque scenes aren't doing anything for me. Oh, I, mean, I, didn't like the, I mean, I didn't like the movie at all, but, I mean, at least... It showed that Zack Snyder can do something. See, and to me, it was like, I hate Superman. And this is, here's, here's a good topic. <laughs> I hate Superman. Think he's fucking terrible. Like, bored as shit. Don't give a fuck. And at least his movie was like, holy shit. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I liked it. And I know that all the comic people were like, terrible. 
terrible, didn't get the character, didn't get shit. And I'm like, well, you know what? They had a different take on it, and I was fucking actually, like, entertained by what the fuck was happening on screen. Pockhead's demise, notwithstanding. That was my only major issue with... Well, I mean, and then and this we get in the whole, like, oh, he killed millions of people in Metropolis. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, really? Like, that's what you're fucking pissed off about? Who gives a shit? Does that make me a terrible person? I'm assuming it does. No, it just misses the point. You have someone who is pretty much space Jesus, who has the power to do anything. Which is why he's boring. And yet, he fucks up that bad. If you would have shown me, like, Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg would have been hired early, and you would show me that Lex Luthor manipulated and made the Battle of Metropolis happen, and then he framed him for shit, I could buy into that. But the fact that it was his negligence and his inability to be something that he has no other choice but to be, that makes Superman weak. And that's not even where the movie lost me. The whole not getting Pa Kent and what that whole character is about, and just having the whole reason why Pa Kent died been thrown back in his face and saying, you know, duh, 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 I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. That made everything Kevin Costner did. And Kevin Costner was the heart of that movie. Made everything he did stupid and wrong. And I love Kevin Costner in that movie so much that it made me angry. And, uh, you know, I get that. Like, because, like, I understand how they totally fucked up that whole character dynamic. But while watching it, I cannot, I cannot say uh, with a straight face that, like, it didn't hit me. Like, when he died, like, I remember, like, I looked over at Leslie and she was like, oh my god, oh my god, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of tearing up, and, like, at the same time, my brain's like, wait, no, this is kind of terrible, this is like if they took Uncle Ben and did the same thing, like, it would totally, like, yeah. fuck up the character. However, when it comes to, like, even as a kid, like, I never really liked the comics of Superman. Like, I liked the Chris Reeves flicks, uh, even the terrible number fourth one, but, like, as a comic character, like you said, he's Space Jesus. So, like, he doesn't have to... He, there's nothing to worry about unless there's a dude with Actually, kryptonite. No, oh, here's kryptonite. the thing. Here's the thing you're missing. Not Kryptonite. I, I could get two shits about Kryptonite. He's Space Jesus, but he's read to think he's an aw shucks, you know, farm boy from the country. If you could play upon him, you know, his fears of hurting others and his fears of people following him like a deity, you own him, control him, and rule him. And that's what I'm liking, because that seems to be the angle Jesse Eisenberg's like take with Chris Terrio, who wrote Argo's dealing with him. Yep. Is that he's making him too afraid to act in Batman vs. Superman. From what's leaked so far, is that he's controlling the narrative. Pretty much he's saying, Bell, Metropolis happened. We fixed it. We can't do anything. But I'm going to make sure that no one forgets that you took part in killing those people. So that's, because I was going to say, like, do you, I was going to say, like, do you think they're going to, like, shoehorn it in where, like, Luther did kind of exist in Man of Steel. We just didn't kind see of. him. And, like, because, like, I like your idea that, like, you know, he manipulated, you know, fucking the whole Metropolis attack, and I can see that. And I can, I can almost see fucking Goyer. Is, is Goyer still right or no? Is Goyer no, off? No, Terrio. Chris Terrio. Okay. So, like, I, I was going to say, like, if it was Goyer, like, I can kind of see him being, like, okay, behind the scenes, we, we didn't show you this in the movie, but, yeah, it was actually Lex Luthor and... That's kind of like so we could like you know placate the nerds out there. No, that's like, how oh. he got that's how he got Aquaman into it. Uh. Aquaman was in the, in the Indian Ocean and he found the world engine. He was like, dude, it's totally littering, man. That pisses me off. Fucking, was it was it Jason Momoa, whatever? Yeah, who uh. actually is directing great movies on an independent circuit? Like he did Road to Paloma. He's actually doing good like art house shit. And then he has to go play Aquaman. I can see why he's pissed. He's like, I'm actually making good and and I can't keep. And I can't make I can't make any more of them unless I go pretend to like bang dragon chicks and go well, pretend to be Aquaman. 
Okay, put yourself in this motherfucker's shoes. Like, I hate these motherfucking people that get all mad like, Eh, I gotta go do this. Like, no shit. Like, just fucking do it. You're Aquaman. Fucking, you'll rock that shit. Maybe. I don't know. I'll fucking uh, <coughs> give him the trident hand and maybe I'll give a shit or throw a shark at soups. I don't give a fuck. But, like, maybe people will see this and be like, Oh, you're more than just raping the dragon girl. Oh, look at this. You've actually directed some movies. Like, okay. Like, based on his fucking acting from Game of Thrones, which... I'm also one of those assholes that fucking hates the show. Like, I just think I can't make it through it, don't watch it, don't give a shit. Maybe Aquaman will open up that body of work. Like, why would you be mad about getting out in front of, like, millions of people? I don't understand that fucking mindset. Like, I'm a serious actor-director. How I... dare I have to fucking stoop to the level of commanding sharks? Well, I said That's on... what you're paid for, motherfucker. Deal yeah. with it. I said on a conference call interview that he did before... And he kind of mentioned the reason. Someone brought up the point. And apparently he did a Baywatch Hawaii Nights or something. It yes. was a show. Yeah. Apparently he got so fucked on that that he almost didn't work for like six, seven years afterwards. Because and that's the reason why. No, because they blacklisted him, apparently. They didn't say as much, but that's what you got from the call. And I think that's why he's so touchy. See, I don't know. I look at it this way. Like, if, if you are picked as someone who's going to play a well-known character from comics, from a book, or what have you, like, and you're going to be associated with that character, like, just fucking embrace it. Just fucking embrace it. I'm Aquaman. You know what? You know why? Because fucking those five-year-olds that fucking are like, oh my god, I love Aquaman, this is amazing. When they get older, they will search out your shit, man. Like, they will search that shit out. Like, why the fuck do these people come out? Like, I don't want to be pigeonholed, like... Ed O'Neill, like, I was, I just watched that interview with him and fucking, was it Kevin Pollack, fucking, yeah. whatever, and he was going on and on about how, like, and how most people that do that, like, I hated fucking Al Bundy for a while there, but then there was a point where I was like, you know what, this is how people know me, like, if they don't know my other bodies of work, that's fine, like, they know me because of this, why is that such a bad thing? Well, it's like Modern Family, he only got Modern Family because Craig T. Nelson turned it down. I could not see Coach in that role. Yeah, it was between that and Parenthood, and he said he would have got more money on Modern Family because his Modern Family was just stupid. And so Ed O'Neill jumped at it. Oh, I thought I was like, I was like, I actually like Modern Family. That's just one of those shows where I'm like, eh, I'm I'm a big fan of fucking Julie Bowen, and I fucking love Ty Burrell. Like, I just because every time I watch Modern Family, I'm like, haha, it's that asshole from Dawn of the Dead. Okay, let's see, let's power through these last few since it looks like I'm running out of time. Do this. Okay, will Mel Gibson be given a chance yes. to work after expensive... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's he's the four hour. Like, you, know, you have to help him. Like, and, and once again, and what was that? That whole dust-up of fucking Gary Oldman's comments in Playboy that came out? Yeah. Like, my thing is, is like, you know what? Have your thoughts. Have your feelings. You're fucking paid to do a job. You don't need to fucking voice them in publications. I mean, this is why I like to tell people. You know what? Regardless of your feelings about Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson... His worst movie, Bird on a Wire, will I still like mean, that movie. Yeah, it will still <laughs> mean more to the world than your entire life. It's yeah, it's pretty much true. So hell yeah, I'll give him a chance, and I'll watch Expendables three only for the fact that uh, I want to see Kelsey Grammer because I got a Kelsey Grammer bone. I hate so. Expendables, but that that cast has my ass in a seat on overnight. Right? Yeah. Did, uh, did you like uh, Did you like either one of them? No, hated them both. You hated them both, but hated you will pay to see the third one based on the cast, hoping that yes. they will... I will probably get to see that movie for free, and I'll probably still pay to go see it, because that's a hell of a cast. Right? I'm with you. I'm with you. If anything, I'm, I'm annoyed that they're going the PG-13 route, 
But if that means less CG blood like in uh, Expendables 2, I'm fine with that. Totally okay. fine. So yeah, Mel Gibson, woohoo! Next question. Who really was Princess Kate, and why was he, he, she, she, he so bad as Red Dead Redemption? Okay, you gotta give, uh, you gotta give backstory on Princess Kate, otherwise... Princess Kate like, used to hang out at Derp and BDR and all sorts of points, and she was oh, a nice shit. person. she was at BDR. Yeah. Then you kicked her out of there, and she got mad and started moping to me over at Derp. Why Honestly, did I kick her out? Because she was annoying everybody, but you okay. know what? Yeah. Okay. One of the few people I've actually booted. I say she in the way that the Japanese call Princess Kenny she. Oh. Oh. What? What? I think, yeah. What? I think I used, like a year ago, I think I pieced together who it was. Shut up. Because this isn't the first time I've had a reader kind of e-stalk me this way. Shut up. It's not even the fifth or sixth time. Shut up. Are you telling me that Princess Kate, who people are listening to this, probably have no idea who it is, but I don't fuck them. I don't give a shit. Are you telling me that, that was somebody, like, putting on a whole shtick? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Fuck it, that's some Andy Kaufman shit. You get props, Princess Kate. I, mm-hmm. you, if you want to come and, back, if you want to come back, you know fine. She's still on my friends list on Xbox Live, but she, he, she, whatever hears this and wants to admit to who they were, I will, I will mail them something. I'll put together a prize pack, like, a good fucking job, because you took, I took almost two years to figure out who you were. So... Could you say who you think they are, or do we want to keep that hidden? Like, no, is, because is, is I so- want I want to lay back in the comfort and anonymity. I want them to know that I know. Do I they, want them to know that I want them to know that I know. Do, do does this person still like? Do you still have correspondence with this person? Not in a while, but they could easily. They would be of the mind to download this episode. I was just gonna say, like, can you like like throw it out to them and be like, "Hey, person, you should listen to this." Uh, and two hours and ten minutes in. Uh, there's there's a potential uh, prize pack here if you want to just come out and out yourself. If you no, they, no, they gotta listen to this. So I so we're saying that like Princess Kate is like Andy Kaufman's like Tony Clifton. Yeah, because I think there's two people involved. I think one person. Oh, shit. Up, I think one person gave up on it early on, oh and the person God. who kept it going actually played Red Dead Redemption with us. Yeah, 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 the one who was fucking amazing and was just like, "What the fuck are you doing? How can yeah. you be so good at this?" Yeah, and what? I think, they, and I oh think there God. were a couple at the time. I think it was a guy and a girl. I think there were a couple at the time. Oh, my God. Oh and the girl God. I liked. The girl I liked. She was nice. The dude always thought I was kind of a dick. And then eventually, you know what, dude? You were a dick to me while pretending to be Princess Kate. And honestly, if you just would have been that nice to begin with, we would have got along. What if this person's actually just one person and not who you think? That is this, like, the greatest, like, non-ruse of all time? I will double the prize pack. Oh, shit. Right. And you know what? You're and, and when we put together the Sasha Gray interview we're trying to do, I'll try to get Sasha Gray to leave you a personalized message. <laughs> All right, Princess K. That's how bad I want to have this ID confirmed because I'm like 95% sure I know who it is. And I just want that other 5%. Is it going to be somebody possibly that I may know who this person is? Or yes. Is, oh, all right. Awesome. You might have to think about it, but you'd probably know him, yeah. To be honest, I just figured it was someone weird. I, I really didn't give oh, a shit. Oh, it's someone weird. Oh, it's someone weird. Okay. No one normal does this shit. Okay, because I really didn't give a shit, but I was like, I'm a big fan of the internet stuff. All right, and uh, B-Metal for your last question here, uh, because this is one of three questions directed towards me. I love how the question is directed towards, like, well, you and both of us are, like, legitimate. Mine are always like, if you were a cat, would you lick your dick? Uh, B-Metal wants to know, is it oots, 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 or oots, oots, oots? Now, I have to say that it's like, it's, 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 it's. So if we can take that onomatopoeia, I would say that it's, 
Oons, oons, oons. If uh, if we're doing it, that's uh. Or it's that's 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 like pretzels. Or yeah, or it's like the potato chips that uh everybody seems to enjoy. So we've gone for two hours and almost fifteen minutes. Am I going to split this in two episodes, or do you think people? Do you think there is enough awesomeness where split people it. will listen to this? Split it, and we'll do it like a cliffhanger. Like they're gonna come back next week, like for the holiday show. All right, so if I have to split this, we'll talk. Off, we'll talk offline and see where I need to split the set. So I'm gonna say for the uh, I was gonna say for the inaugural, but uh, for the second episode of Anderson Tapes, I'd like to say that uh, I think this went pretty well. Oh and, yeah. And we didn't even and like you gave me homework, and I'm just like I'm not doing homework. Like I, I didn't mention I, any yeah, of the moves. Yeah, no, no. I'll save that for episode four. There we go. Like none of, none of the none of the stuff that I was supposed to do, uh, but to be uh, just to kind of give a. Uh, a little, uh, a little, uh, little morsel of an uh, upcoming episode. Uh, I did start to watch uh, the Buddy Holly movie. You did? I did start. Yes. Uh, I started. That is one of my favorite movies ever made. So I will, I will attempt. I will do my best to uh, to finish that. Uh, I have lots of things on, on my plate, but I will do my best to finish that before the next time we record. It's and, uh, finally hitting Blu-ray in July, and I like to think. And I've admitted Twilight. Go. I did harass you guys for a year to put that out. Wait, that Twilight Sony, time. Yeah, Twilight Time's going to put it out. Suck a dick, Twilight Time. You ruined Night of the Living Dead Blu-ray. You will, I will never buy anything else from you. While I admit I'm not a big fan of how they do some things, they got fucked on that one. Pretty they much. ruined it! No, Sony ruined it. Well, Sony, tell them they had a bad friend. All right, they, me, didn't, they didn't spot check it. Okay, well, let me, let, me, let me recant, since obviously this is your show and I don't want you to lose business. Uh... Sorry, Twilight Time. Let me just say that I was uh, super excited to be one of those, like, what, thousand people, 700 people to uh, own the Night of Living Dead Blu-ray to the point where I had my original DVD signed by Tom Savini making fun of CJ uh, and gave it to him because I was like, I got the Blu-ray. And I didn't watch it before I gave it to CJ and I was like, why is it so blue? Why did you take Blu-ray so literal? This is terrible. I can't even watch it. It's I'll say this, because of that scenario they were talking about that they're offering 5,000 copies of the blob, the 88 version, and the transfer is going to be approved and watched beforehand before it gets you know, slapped on a disc. Good. Good. Because I have to say, honestly, like I am super annoyed that I can no longer buy Night Living Dead on DVD, except I have to go on eBay to get this shit. And this Blu-ray is fucking terrible. But besides that, apparently they're a great company, uh, and you should keep letting Anderson review your stuff because you're amazing. Thumbs up. Oh no, I gotta find my shit through them. I'm just like everyone else. Oh okay. You gotta be like Huffington Post level to like get review copies through them. Oh okay. I just like I said, like this is your this is your shit. And since Siege and I don't have to worry about people pulling things, I can say whatever the fuck I want. So. Oh no, I get e stock for anything. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, Twilight time. You're, you're doing A-OK, except for Not Living Dead on Blu-ray. Yeah, they just had two sellouts today, uh, Rollerball and uh, Wild at Heart sold out. Wait, the original James Conn Rollerball? Yeah. Motherfucker. Ugh, I forgot that. Ugh. That's why I picked it up, because I was emailing them, like, so, this looks like it's about to go on. They're like, dude, don't wait until this day. Grab it this week. So when, they send, when they send messages like that, means get it now. Before you leave the house, put in the order. Son of a bitch. I and I'll say the next movie that's going to go out, I'm looking at right now, because I just picked it up last week, The Train. I don't think I've seen that. Is that something I'd want to see? World War II movie, Making no. Scary and Glorious Bastards. Oh? Yeah. All right. Maybe. So, Anderson, how do you feel the second episode went? 
Second and third, we're splitting them. Second and third, how do you feel this this dual, amazing two-parter since we came back after 18 months? Do you want to do more? Oh, you want to do more. I always want to do more. There we go. All right, well, I had fun. So if you want to, you got to come up with a catchphrase now. Uh, what's your catchphrase? I came up with a name and the logo. What's your catchphrase? Fuck you, Ugh. It can't be... <laughs> I gotta cut oh, that out now. I gotta make a note that at like 2.16 I'm cutting that out. You son of a bitch. Making me do editing work. <laughs> Come up with a good catchphrase. You should like bleep me out but leave it in where they can't make out. And have people like, what the fuck did you say? What was this week's pat? What was this week's catchphrase? Is it gonna be every week? You're just like, yeah. fuck you, internet person. No, I'm gonna just like pick a random name. Like I'll go through like boards and stuff. I go to yellow pages like pick out a random person's name. And then like, people can be like, fuck you, uh, Nash Bridges. And you blank out the Nash Bridges part. And they're like, oh shit, what was things? That asshole, what did he do? He's just such an arrogant asshole. And they keep clicking. And that's, there it is. So I'm going to have to say, for the Anderson tapes then, I'm Rob. And I'm your supreme leader, Troy. Keep on clicking. Back to the well for a drink of Where my heart first fell Back to the place my loving cup runs over Back to my love, back to the well Back to my love, back to the well Brain Dead Radio Production. Yeah. Visit us at www.braindeadradio.com. We've got